Turns out this DNI investigation shit is easy. Find the crook, bang goes the sidearm. Still wondering about my pay, though. Welcome back to Midtown Mythos. Uh, trying to think where we left off. Trying to remember, weren't you in a car? I, I feel was like in, a in a car with a loud man. Loud man. Sweaty, loud man. Sweaty, loud man. Purple face. Kind of a bulging vein in his neck. Uh, you know the type. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if you watch certain uh, certain quote-unquote news sources. Anyway. <laughs> emphasis on the quotes and de-emphasis on the news. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Turn to the freaking frogs gay! Honestly, I don't even think that's my favorite, like, angry freak out by him. Yeah, I just... Um, He's got it's, some really interesting ones. It's used in the intro for a podcast I like, so when I think of Alex Jones... Oops. <laughs> when I think of... Beep, beep. <laughs> censorship noises. Uh, that's just kind of what comes to the mind first. They're putting chemicals in the water! They're turning to the frogs gay! Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to commentate on his beliefs. I'm just going to focus on the fact he is so fucking angry. I'm amazed that he hasn't had to, you know, have his heart replaced with a fucking binary valve yet. Yeah. Anyway, since I mentioned I like the podcast, I should shout out their name. It's the Occulte Veritatis podcast. OV pod. 10 out of 10. Do you recommend? Interesting. I thought you were going to go for the other one that constantly talks about him. Oh, no, I was um, recommending the one that uh, uses um, a clip of him in their intro. But if you want a podcast that's specifically about him, uh, that would be uh, Knowledge Fight, which I also recommend. Yeah, I their earlier episodes don't have it, but their newer episodes literally have an actual full-blown theme song, which is just like a remixed version of like five of his freakouts, one uh, after the next. It's absolutely fantastic. That's amusing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to assume that you are no longer technically in his car. Okay, I'm fine with assuming that also. Uh, so on the way to this uh, particular branch of the DNI. Okay. Am I still bleeding a lot, or did EMS take a look at me before I got dragged off? I do not remember. Uh, you, like, had almost nothing wrong with you other than some cuts. I seem to recall her trying to take my head off and partly scalping me with a sword. I don't but we can pretend her... that didn't happen. I'm fine I was going to say, I... Uh, the only thing that I've got down is that your left hand is wounded. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. She she didn't actually partially scalp me. I guess she just gave me a little trim. I mean, either way, yeah, the EMS would have taken a look at you. Okay, cool. So, so I'm all bandaged up, and I'm fine. I mean, for for lack of better words, yeah, you're patched up. I mean, it's you you don't feel perfect because you were just in a fight, mm-hmm. but yeah, you you ostensibly you're fine. Okay. You've been cool. in much worse scrapes than that. This yes. this was as the intro said, this was a fucking breeze for there, you. There was this one time that um a vampire tried to eat me. And you also had your insides falling out and becoming outside. So that was oh, yeah. a much bigger part of that fight. Yeah. Oh, and then I also ended up at a fireplace and almost burned alive. Eh, it wasn't that bad. It was crispy. You were crispy, I'll give you that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
Because I remember you tried to argue with me for a power out of that. And I was like, no, no. Listen, I, I was I was trying to channel Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Hi, is... Nathan. Hi. Uh, anyway, all right. So let me think here. So anyway, as I was going to be saying, <laughs> and also if my voice sounds weird, I have a cough drop in my mouth because otherwise all you're going to hear is... <coughs> I don't know why, but I've just been, like, choking on my own spit all night. It's been horrible. Mm-hmm. So, as you were on your way, your phone went ding with a notification from your bank. Mm-hmm. And your secondary bank account had an additional $15,000 put into it. Tight. Yeah. Now it's just a question of how much more you would have gotten had the chick not died a horrible, violent death. <laughs> we'll never know. Well, they did say they, they were happy either way. Yeah, this is true. Heck, maybe it would have been the same amount. Maybe it would have been never, less. You'll never know. I'll never know. So, uh, you are now at the local DNI headquarters. Mm-hmm. It isn't as expansive. Um, even though it is here in the capital, this isn't their main branch. Which we've kind of talked about where their main branch yeah, is back in. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I had the dumbest moment just now. Clearly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. My brain just went. <laughs> but yes, the main place was in Patrac. Yeah. Where, where did Fort Knox Banks. My mind was in Banks for a minute, I guess. Yeah. This has nothing to do with Banks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My apologies. Do carry on. It is okay. I will forgive you this time. But only this time. Only this time. So, you are now at this location. Uh, It is nowhere near as fancy. They don't worry about trying to get you into a fancy suit to bring you inside. You just kind of tootle in through the front door. And there is a lady at the desk who just sort of looks at you for a split second like, what the fuck? And then goes back to doing her work. And you are led back through a series of offices to a conference room. And there's a fairly large, like, phone console on the desk. And this Agent Kip dude sits down at one end and gestures for you to sit down to the other. Okay, I do that. And you two are just sitting in silence. So this is a great game. Right. (laughs) Finally, after probably almost five minutes of you sitting there, the phone rings and Kipsword lunges across the table and hits a button on it and it goes to speakerphone. And Cooper. Incidentally, yeah, uh, you almost immediately recognize (laughs) Cooper's voice and he's asking if the football has been recovered. And Kip's like, yep, he's right here in the room. Yeah, he's, he's right here. Uh, I don't know how I feel about being called a football. You're just, you're just currently the, the tool, for lack of better words. Yeah, he is a tool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Cooper is just sort of waiting quietly then for you to speak. Oh, you... You, uh... What, do you want details, or? Well, I wanted to confirm that you're there and that you still have your tongue and your face and your hands, and 
legs and eyes? More or less. More or less? Uh, I got cut up pretty good, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be fine. I need a new gun. She uh, ruined that, but... Uh... Alright, uh, we'll get you re-equipped. Okay. Yeah, I didn't figure you'd be too upset about that. What kind of arm was it? It's a 9mm handgun with a silencer. I wasn't even going to ask you for that much detail, but okay, cool, thank oh. you. Um, any replies? Yeah, we'll, we'll have something for you waiting at your house when you get home. Okay. Now, in the meanwhile, I'll go ahead and ask you, are you ready for another job now, or do you need to go back and rest? Well, apparently I need to go back home to get my gun. Uh, do you only have the one gun? I was under the impression that you tend to come loaded. Uh, for the moment, I just had the one. Well, shit, that's not going to do. If we get you equipped with another gun now, are you ready to go? Yeah. I need to, um, uh, pay my assistant, but, uh, after that I'll be good. Assistant? Yeah, I had, a uh, an assistant for, uh, a job. That job. What did this assistant do, exactly? Uh, they were a lookout. Alright, as long as there was nothing else that they did, because you're the one under contract, not her. We can't necessarily excuse others that get involved if they are breaking laws. Nah, she was just a lookout. I can only be in so many places at once. Alright. Uh, what was her name so that we can keep a watch out for her? Uh, Nihilus. I didn't get the last name. Alright, we'll run a search on a Nihilus, I guess. To make sure that she doesn't come to any harm from those that you may piss off or get the attention of. This work tends to draw enemies, you understand. Sure. Stafford, give him your gun. And Kip just looks up and he's like, no. <laughs> give him your gun. No, I don't do that. You know that. I don't know anything. Give him your fucking gun. Uh, I'm sure you guys got an armory. Uh, uh, let me try that again. I'm sure you guys have an armory or something around here. I can, I can just pick out my own gun. That's fine. And Kip sort of smiles at that and is like, I like you. I like you. <laughs> and meanwhile, Cooper's like, no, I told him to give you his gun, and I am in a higher rank than him. But I get a used gun? I don't even get a new one? All the guns are used. Agent Stafford? And Kip's like, shh, and got the, his fingers up to his lips, and he's just pantomiming. And he takes out his gun, and he puts it down on the table and slides it before picking it back up and pulling it back. And he's like, all right, there you go. And he winks at you. Thanks, Agent Stafford. You sure are a real friend. And there's a long moment <laughs> of silence. And Cooper's like, I can't tell if you're bullshitting or if you're just an asshole but either way i'll find out whether or not you obeyed a direct order or if you disobeyed me uh so we'll get back to that stafford and uh the call hangs up okay uh you get an email to your phone with a uh heavily encrypted file along with a link to a program to unencrypt the file okay so what's in the file so, it takes a little while, actually, for this program to download and install. 
Uh, so first, you're going to go get your gun, and then you'll probably be able to find out what's inside the file after that. Okay. So I've got my gun. Uh, Kip is leading you down to the armory. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he hands you a gun, and that, yes, now you actually have the gun. Along the way, do you make any kind of conversation, or are you just going to be Mr. Quiet? I say, uh, why would he want you to give you... No. Let me try that again. Why would he want you to give me your gun? Honestly, I have no idea. He likes to make power plays. He can be a bit of a dick. Yeah, sounds like it. What are you going to do? There's always going to be dicks. It's a bureaucracy. Life goes on. So you just try to stay calm, and you try not to let these dickheads get under your skin. It doesn't always work. Yeah, I usually just shoot anybody that pisses me off that much. It's worked well for me so far. You make that line of work sound really tempting, believe me. Yeah, it's, uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to, um, establish yourself, get to, uh, get to a point where people, uh, are willing to pay you the big bucks. I mean, you gotta slum it for a long time. Uh, but then, uh, you know, once you've got a reputation, well, then the work is just thrown at you. Kip asks if you'll be okay getting back to your hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be fine. And he nods, and he leads you back upstairs to the exit and says, good luck on whatever the fuck they've got planned for you next. Uh, and I flash him the thumbs up, and I head back to my rental car. No, he dropped me off here. I do not have the rental car here. You do not have a way back to your hotel. You lied. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, how much uh, had I told Nihilus I was going to pay her? Because I said she was going to get some percentage of the total pay. I can't remember the actual percent. I remember you said, here, I'm going to give you 50 bucks as well as this percentage, and I can't remember what that was. Do you want me to go into the actual episode on my phone? Nah, I'll just give her $5,000. I feel like you had told her 50%. I'm pretty sure I did, but she doesn't know what he got paid. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> the one catch is you don't currently have $5,000 on you. Okay, I will transfer from bank two to bank one. $5,000. Well, yes, I do. I'm or, referring or not to cash. cash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I have $26,000 in my bank account. Yeah. You'll need to get to a bank to withdraw that money. Does she not have a bank account that I could just, like... You don't know her bank account. Yeah, I know, but I could, like, text her and be like, hey, bank, give, give information. She doesn't know you. I know. <laughs> I guess you could write her a check. Who has checkbooks? Anyway, so, yeah, you'll be writing a check for $5,000. I'm going to pretend that you've got your checkbook in your, like, suitcase back at the hotel or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I write her a check, and uh, I drop it off at her apartment. Is she there? Uh, she is not there. She is actually at work. Okay. Uh, I'll just uh, pop it under the door with a note. Okay. So, uh, what are you going to say on the note? Here, let me actually grab you a little post-it note. Oh, so you want me to, like, actually write it? Yes. Anyway, uh, so the note just says, uh, here's your cut. Travis. Uh, Travis. Uh, it, the main reason it took so long was because I was trying to think of, um, what Travis's handwriting would look like, and I ultimately decided on kind of block letters. I was thinking your own? It's my own handwriting, but I don't write with all capital letters. Fair enough. But my dad does. It doesn't look does at all he? like my dad's handwriting. 
Interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's it's like mostly capital letters. I mean, it's still obvious like with the uh, like um, proper nouns because like you know the first one will be larger, but like yeah. even the smaller letters are all uh, capital. I've got this really weird thing where the loops on my lettering mm-hmm. are very very short, but kind of on the wide side, and then I don't dot my eyes. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. My handwriting, I uh, it's not anywhere near cursive. But, like, especially when I'm writing quickly, or, like, such as a TH, the T and the H will be connected. Like, when I'm crossing the T, I swoop right up into the top of the H. Yeah. Or, like, if there's two T's next to each other, I cross them with the same line. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of my handwriting and just throw it on my Twitter real quick. Uh, just for the sake of the audience. Just, I don't know, for, for shits and giggles. Yeah, another one is if there's an S before a T, the top of the S becomes connected to the top of the T. I That's I actually a nice it detail, yeah. And uh, drop it down. Drop it like it's hot. Uh-huh. That wasn't funny. No, you, you tried, but it fell apart right yeah. around the time that you tried to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so also when I'm writing quickly, I tend to make some really weird mistakes. So I'm looking at fortitude on my character sheet. Okay, so... Everything's normal until it gets to the second T. Now, I did the line for the second T, but then I crossed it using the U that comes after the T. Look at this. It's up at the top there. <laughs> That's just lazy. Yeah, that is fuck lazy up. <laughs> and fucking weird. Uh. I'm going to take a picture of it to try to remember to uh, tweet uh, in conjunction with this episode. Uh, You may as well post it now, because I just already shared my copy of your sheet. Uh, You look at, for example, per diem and cigarettes, Mm -hmm. and I do not have either of those dotted. Also, vis as in visibility, or Mm -hmm. not visibility, vision, I I do not have that dotted either. Mm. Yeah. Or chronic. As in chronic migraines. Oh, I was going to say, do I, what, do I have some chronic weed on me? <laughs> I'm so cool. Or Zippo or evil or coin. Weed stuff. Or weird or knife or chip. Anyway. Or fair or wind. Enough with this episode of Graphology with Midtown Mythos. Uh, where was I? Um, oh, I had just written the check for uh, Nihilus. Right. Dropped it off. So... Uh, I'm going to presume that you are now back at your hotel. And at this point, the program has finished installing and you were able to run the file through it. Okay. And there is this file that comes back to you now unencrypted about a kid by the name of Tommy Pilgrim. Okay. And Tommy Pilgrim has vanished. No one can figure out why or how. But this kid has disappeared, and people are wanting to assume it's a kidnapping. But the DNI don't necessarily think so, because the kid just seemingly disappeared one afternoon of his own accord from his family's property. Okay, how old is he? Ten. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, did I say Tommy or Timmy? Tommy. Thank you. I originally was going to say Joey, and I was like, haven't I already named a Joey this year? I can't remember. Anyway, so, uh, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Pilgrim. (laughs) Thomas, Joseph, Pilgrim! Don't tempt me. I like that. Um, Go by TJ if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, So, Tommy Pilgrim, uh, age 10, 
fairly isolated property. Uh, his family lives outside of town. Uh, let me actually determine exactly what town. I haven't even considered that one yet. Is this in central Kanata? Uh, this is not in central Kanata, no. Mm. Okay, yeah. So uh, this took place in Spearhead, which is actually just north of central Kanata, but kind of the eastern side of Spearhead. Uh, Spearhead is mostly kind of farmlands, but they've been having more of a commercial boost uh, in the last about 30 years. So it's becoming less and less, ooh, we're, we're going to have a pig picking tonight, and more, hey, let's all go down to this uh, mall because there's a new restaurant there that just opened, and they've got burgers the size of your head. Ooh, I want a burger that big. That sounds yummy. Honestly, I had one. It was horrible. Oh. Yeah, like, it was it was amazing in concept. They were like, here's this enormous wad of meat between two grilled cheese sandwiches as a bun. And I ordered it, and it arrived at the table, and it was horrifying. And yeah, I never... I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I bet it is difficult to cook a piece of meat that size well. See, it was cooked fine. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really well cooked. But the problem was... Because, like, it, it wasn't one giant actual wad of meat. Like, mm. they, they took a lot of little patties and layered them. Gotcha. Which worked well for their purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering it was just two grilled cheese sandwiches. But the problem was it was just way too much oil mm. and grease. And it went absolutely everywhere. So I managed to get about, like, a third of the way into it and I was stuffed. I took the rest home, I ate another third of it, and then threw the last third away because the idea of it so repulsed me at that <laughs> point, I could not bear to eat anymore yeah. ever again. I don't remember what restaurant it was, but I remember going to a restaurant where they had on their menu a burger with grilled cheese sandwiches as the bread, and at the time I was just like, I don't, I wasn't that hungry, so I was like, mm, no. And then when I went back there later and I was prepared to have, have that for dinner, they didn't have it on the menu anymore. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe I'm not missing anything. It sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah, I don't think it was a giant burger like yours. I think it was a normal-sized burger. But still, it's probably it's probably a bit much. Well, it's like, it doesn't seem like that much. You're like, oh, yeah, that seems perfectly reasonable. Just mm-hmm. stick a patty between two grilled cheese sandwiches. But they go overboard with that shit. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. By the way, since we're talking about grilled cheese... Uh, I would just like to state my support for the fact that grilled cheese is an anytime food. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, grilled cheese. Yeah. I think the only time that a grilled cheese doesn't necessarily work would be quote-unquote dessert. Yeah. But it's like, even then, what is dessert that, rather than just something that you eat after dinner? Yeah. It's generally meant to be something sweet, but... Well, yeah, yeah but it's like, if, if you haven't eaten dinner necessarily, and you're having a grilled cheese sandwich at like 8 o'clock at night, that's just dinner. Mm-hmm. Or if you eat a grilled cheese sandwich for quote-unquote dessert, then that's just second dinner. Yeah. If I had one, yes. What about second dinner? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> admittedly, that's also overboard, but it's like, you you really can just eat grilled cheese at any yeah. damn time. Yeah, the we've had one, yes, but what about second grilled cheese is also accurate. Because, I mean, once you're making grilled cheese, if you've done it correctly, you're going to want another one. Oh, I always have two grilled cheeses. Yeah. Like, unless, unless I mean, because I often make it like as part of like a breakfast, <laughs> then I usually only do one. But if I'm if I'm just having grilled cheese, I always do two. I eat the first one while I'm cooking the second one. Well, see, my dinner ends up being what time breakfast is eaten at, mm-hmm. 
And meanwhile, my breakfast is otherwise what time dinner would normally be at. Yeah. So I get up, and I'm having usually a fairly large breakfast, but then I'm getting off of work, and I'm having a fairly large breakfast. <laughs> and in neither case is it breakfast food. I'm yeah. usually having, like, usually, like, grilled chicken for dinner. Well, not really grilled, more stovetop yeah. fried, but still. Uh, usually chicken for uh, dinner, and then in the morning something like a lot of rice or mac and cheese for dinner. Yeah, I mean, as as somebody who's also worked a night shift, uh, and also just, I, I don't cook very well, so I cook easy things like yeah. breakfast food a lot. I, I Even for dinner, it's just like, it's, it's breakfast, but it's dinner time. Anyway, we should probably get back to the episode. Well, see, but sort of to continue that for a split second, it's weird because I do the reverse. Instead of dinner for breakfast, or I'm sorry, instead of breakfast <laughs> for dinner, I do dinner for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I like, I prefer savory normally over sweet. Mm-hmm. Which is weird then that I would ever have a sweet food at a like brunch or something. Mm-hmm. Why do I go for French toast ever? I will never know. Because <laughs> oh, I want French toast now. You think you do. I do. I haven't had it so long. Well, then at some point we'll have to do breakfast together, but you're never awake at that early. I know. You need to fix that. I don't. I don't want to work night shift again. <laughs> you don't have to work night shift again. You just have to get early. get up early one day. Well, I don't know about that. Just try out. <laughs> anyway. Where was I? Oh, yeah, uh, you're in a hotel room. Okay, and you yes. were reading this bio about Tommy Pilgrim. Yep. Uh, okay, so he went missing. He's in Spearhead. Well, we don't know where he is. Well, His okay, he went missing from Spearhead. Yeah. What other information is there? Uh, you know his parents' names. That's all that's in there? That's all that's really known. Uh, he disappeared about a week ago, and people have been trying to figure out where the fuck he went. Um... As far as anyone knows, there's no one that was passing through that area. If someone did grab him, it was not seen. It was not caught in any capacity. It's not like there's a ton of cameras there because it's... They don't work as farmers, but it is basically a ranch-style house just sitting on a few acres of land. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call up Agent Cooper. And he's like, Agent Cooper. Uh, hey, uh, Cooper, this is your football, Travis. Oh, Christ. What? Uh, I'm just, um, so I'm looking over, uh, what you sent me, and, uh, you know I'm a hitman, right? You know that's what I do? You're a contractor for the DNI. We do investigations, and we're asking you to investigate this because you have very good skills in investigation. Whether or not you want to admit that because you like shooting things is entirely not my fucking problem. Okay, I mean, I just wanted to be clear that, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. I just, I... Just don't go shooting anyone unless they deserve it, okay? I, I don't think I've ever shot anybody who didn't deserve it. That's what I figured, but I'm just asking you very nicely because I know that you don't understand why we would put you on this. But I'm saying, we're putting you on this. Okay, well, wish me luck. All the best to you. And he hangs up. I like that he didn't challenge Travis on the blatantly untrue statement he just made. Which one? <laughs> About how he's he claims to have never shot anybody who didn't deserve it. Well, what he literally just did. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put it to you like this. I can tell you very clearly why I said what I said. Uh-huh. Because I chose oh, those words Yes, carefully. because it's like, I, or something, I'm sure you'd believe that, or something, <laughs> some shit like that, or... 
combination or I of you think that or something. Combination of I believe that you think that. Yeah. And a uh, more importantly, I don't disagree with you. Ah. I dig it. Yeah. A- <laughs> Agent Cooper has a very cavalier attitude towards human life. He believes very strongly in the ideas of justice and the ultimate truth. Hmm. He will do anything to claw apart anyone to get at the truth of what has happened in any situation. He would go through a bulldozer to find out whether or not there was actually a pink stuffed animal inside. That's very specific. I just made that up as a very key example. Hmm. All right, um, I'm going to take a Rebu to uh, to a rental car place. I'm so glad that that stuck. <laughs> uh, you make your way over to actually the same rental car. Pl- Do you want it to be the same rental car place that you used before? They probably shouldn't. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, what happened to the car we gave you? Fair enough. I don't know. It's at a bank parking lot, I guess. <laughs> uh, you take a Rebu to a rental car place on the opposite side of town, as far from the airport as possible. Okay. And they ask you what kind of car you're looking for this evening. Uh, what's in the parking lot? Anything that looks good? Can I roll vision to see if there's anything that... You can. I'll go ahead and tell you that there's not much in the parking lot and none of it's really looking great. What, uh, great is in just... All of it is clearly older cars. All of them are kind of dirty. A lot of them are actually covered in that uh, salty, smoky slush that you see a lot in winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, you are just barely sort of starting to step out of winter into spring right mm-hmm. now. Uh, you figure you're at the ass end of April. <laughs> um, My so, end of April. <laughs> yeah. We just keep coming back to that. Uh, so you still occasionally are going to see snow around this time. But it's finally starting to decline and get back to you know warmer temperatures um yeah i'm fine with them being dirty and stuff i'm I'm looking to blend in generally so yeah the car won't stand out but it's not necessarily going to blend in either Mm. just because they are older pieces of shit i mean rental car places don't generally have super old cars no but i'm trying to think how to explain it there's a difference between you go to a rental car place at the airport and they give you a uh, sedan within the last, say, two years versus you go to a real rink dink rental place out on the edge of a town and you might get a car from 15 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, I take whatever is most expensive because I'm going to be billing it to the DNI anyway. Fair enough. Uh, you are given a very spacious minivan with surprisingly low mileage. It's only got 75,000 miles on it. Hmm. So this is actually probably the nicest thing on their lot. It's certainly the most spacious. Cool. And if I need to haul a body, I can. Yeah. Uh, literally your suitcase in the back, it's like just sliding back and forth, <laughs> sloshing around because there's so much space in the back of this damn thing. Cool. Yeah. You, you could haul an army of fucking serial killers in this thing Ooh. no problem yeah <laughs> i always wanted an army of serial killers you're an army of one baby <laughs> anyway so i did thing what would you like to do you got your shitty van and your suitcase and all of your stuff and uh, you've abandoned your one friend yeah well abandoned yeah Quod- quote marks abandoned yeah 
Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'm gonna go talk to Tommy's parents. All right. Uh, it is. Oh, I'll go ahead and ask. Did you wait until the following day, or are you leaving that afternoon? I'm leaving that afternoon. All right. So you actually don't get into their neck of. Sp- was it Spearhead or I can't even remember now. Spearhead. Yeah, Spearhead. Had to double check my own notes there. That's bad. Anyway, you don't get into their area of Spearhead until like 11 o'clock at night. Okay. And it's a dark dirt road, woods on either side, until you reach this massive clearing. And I do mean massive. But there's a big ass wooden uh fence and gate in the way any uh intercom or anything like that no did I, was i given a number a contact number for the parents uh you sift around in the file and you do see a handwritten one that it's like part of a scanned post-it note that just happens to be like attached to one of the like handwritten sheets of paper mm-hmm. from the original uh report from the police um, so you do at least have a contact number. Okay, uh, call that number. Hello? Uh, hi, uh, is this Miss, um, Mrs. Pilgrim? It, yes, what can I do for you? Uh, my name is Travis, I'm a contractor for the DNI, uh, here at the gate outside your property. Oh god, another one of them. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll have Robert down there in just a minute. And she hangs up. And you've got a minute or two here. Uh, what do you want to do? Smoke a cigarette. Okay. Uh, are you listening to the radio or do you have a turn Sure, off? I'll turn the radio on. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a flat D20 roll. Are we going back to that uh, list of radio stations that you created for Alex way back in the day? Shit, let me see if I still have that <laughs> thing. I might not even have it anymore. I rolled a 17. Uh, I do not see it. I uh, don't think I still have it. Oh, well. Yep. Uh, so what was that? Uh, 17. Okay. Um, so let me see. Off the top of my head, uh, it's a fairly good danceable song that gets interrupted by a interesting report about someone in, um, in Salt. It, specifically uh, Utah. What? That's what salt is, right? Utah because the Great Salt Lake? No. Uh, salt, in this case, is actually Vegas and Nevada because oh. it's a giant salt desert. Gotcha. Yeah. The, anyway. The, yeah, the uh, desert around Vegas is a lot of sodium in that hmm. soil. So. Yeah, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Something was going on there. Uh, I interrupted you. Like yeah, there's... You're fine. I, I'll keep interrupting you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is a lady that arrived in Vegas today to quite a bit of what seemed like fanfare. It was a little bit weird, so people are talking about it. Uh, not sure the exact details of what the hell was going on. She might have been movie star, but people didn't really get a good look at her. And like those that thought they did, they didn't recognize her. So just weird lady came into town and seemed to be a big deal. Uh, Meta, is this vampire related? I'm not fucking telling you. Are you kidding me? You have to go find out. Eh, well, I'm probably not gonna. Um. 
Not, a, not right now, anyway. I got a kid to find, I guess. There you go. That's the spirit. Okay. Um, before the report is quite done, uh, you see this guy driving down in this little pickup truck. And the report finishes and another song starts. And that's about when this truck reaches the gate. And this guy unlocks a little uh, padlock on the other side of it. And is starting to open it up. And he comes out to the car and says, You the fellow from the DNI? Uh, yeah, that's me. Do you think you can find our boy? Certainly gonna try. That ain't what I asked. Can you find him? We're tired of hurting. I can imagine that, but I, uh... I don't want to give you false hope. I don't want to say absolutely I can and disappoint you like everybody else but uh, i will tell you i'm gonna try as hard as i can i respect your honesty all right come on up and he hops back into his pick tru- uh, pickup truck and does a, does a little three-point turn in the grass on either side of this dirt driveway mm-hmm. and makes his way back up towards the house it's a fairly good sized house it's a two-story like farmhouse style house mm-hmm. um you don't see a barn. You do see what looks to be a windmill, um, older style windmill. Uh, you're not sure what the purpose is for it, if any. It, may, it might just be here for looks. Um, but you make your way up, and another detailed. Well, go ahead and roll vision. Twenty. You do notice a really, really expensive-looking satellite dish up on the roof. Hmm. Like, really fucking good satellite dish. And you get out of your van, and you notice that Robert's sort of looking at the van, sort of sidelong. But he doesn't say anything, and he's making his way inside and holds the storm door open for you. Okay, I follow him inside. And... Now that you're in better lighting and it's not pitch black outside, because outside you're actually able to see the stars perfectly. Mm -hmm. It's like you haven't seen the stars that well in a long time. But inside you're able to see that the house itself is fairly modestly furnished. Uh, It's not as rednecky as like part of you was expecting. Like you expected a real podunk hick type place. Mm Mm-hmm. It's actually fairly nicely furnished, quiet, warm, comfortable. It feels like, well, it feels like a home. It feels cozy and safe, Mm -hmm. which makes it feel all the more ironic that this family has lost their child Mm -hmm. in a very bewildering way. Uh, Robert himself uh, has... Fairly tidy, but surprisingly long uh, blonde hair. And he's got these, like, really dark eyes. You're not sure if they seem darker because it's really obvious he's cried recently, or if they're just that dark of their own accord anyway. Uh, His wife, on the other hand, uh, red hair. Um, Sort of a heavier build. Not, Not big, but heavier build. Um really bright eyes they, they're like jumping out at you basically um it feels like she's not looking away from you even though she's clearly not staring at you does that make sense her eyes follow you kind of yeah like what like one of those creepy paintings 
A little bit, yeah. It's like, it's obvious she's not staring at you, but her eyes are just so bright that no matter where she's looking, it feels like she's just burning holes into you with her eyes. Hmm. Um, and she's just wearing this very mellow little dress and has a mug of tea in her hands and Robert's pouring a mug of coffee and asks if you want one. Uh, yeah, I accept it. And uh, that, that one was for him. Oh. But he, he pours you one and Right, yeah. Asks, I, I, when you say he offers one, I mean, I, I mean I'm accepting that gotcha. he's offering one. Uh, I worded it weirdly, but yeah, sorry. You're good, you're good. I, I'm realizing I worded it weird myself. You, you worded it weird? I worded it weird. Okay. Did I say it the other uh, way? I, it sounded kind of like you might have, so I guess I'll find out when I edit this later. I have no idea because I've been drinking and I <laughs> haven't been doing that a whole lot lately. Mm. So it's hitting me a little bit and it's surprising me. Ha! Ah. Game tip, get your GM drunk. See what happens. Might be bad. Probably will be. Honestly, so far it hasn't really affected too much in my judgments. Mm. So I'm really curious if it will. I I'll don't imagine try harder. it will. So, anyway, uh, he looks at you as he's finishing preparing his own coffee and has, like, the like he's pouring the mug for you while preparing his own. Clearly, he's very good at multitasking. Uh-huh. And he asks, uh, milk, sugar? Uh, one sugar. And he reaches over to this fairly large jar, reaches in with this little scoop and goes, and sticks it back in and passes you the mug while beginning to sip his own coffee. Uh, and I, I'm gonna comment on that. I was like, you're, um, you ambidextrous or you just... I'm ambidextrous and I've been... Juggling things around in my head as long as I can remember. Hmm. And he asks, do you know what I do for a living? No, sir. And he gestures with two hands and has you following him up the stairs. Uh, do you want to do that? Yeah. All right. Uh, he has you following him up and he opens this door and flips on this light. And these fluorescent lights are buzz to life overhead. And there's five computer monitors spread out across this sweeping desk two keyboards one mouse in the middle between them and he pulls out the seat turns on a computer and just begins showing you what he does which is this like insane detail level of coding it's like he's coding one thing, but he's coding two different parts of it at the same time. And he's glancing across the monitors and looking at notes and handling all these different things at the same time. So kind of like in movies when they're hacking things, they're just typing really fast. Yes, but no. It's like he's typing... <laughs> Except he's actually doing something. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's typing at a fairly normal pace. Mm -hmm. Almost a tiny bit slower than you might type normally yourself. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing is he's effectively harmonizing two very different pieces to work together. He's coding them at the same time so that he can understand this is going to work with this this very specific way. Hmm. And he's doing it... It's It sounds stupid as I'm describing it. I feel like it sounds stupid. But basically, this dude is just very good at technology mm -hmm. and has a very particular way of doing things that seems to work really goddamn well for him. Hmm. Um, I, I ask him, uh, what is it... Uh exactly that you're coding it depends on who hires me uh what about right now uh as of right now this is just for 
some web developer that wants his website to be able to interact with visitors a specific way where it feels as organic as possible as if the website is actually interacting back with them instead of merely responding. Hmm. Um, anything you work on that might have gained you an enemy? Uh, I've done a lot of work for the government, I can tell you that. Recently? I've done it on and off for at least the past decade. Okay, what what have you worked on recently for the government? Uh, recently? And he's just sort of sitting there thinking, well, I'm also myself sort of sitting here thinking. <laughs> um, he's like, nothing that I would imagine would piss too many people off. Uh, I had to work on... God, I'm trying to think of something, and the drink is affecting me. <laughs> um, now, don't get Success. excited. It's not and like this drink that me. I did not inspire you to have, unless I'm yeah. that much of a pain in the ass. No. <laughs> um, not tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to try and make up exact details, but the gist is, it's something fairly innocuous that feels like it's more educational rather than, say, military or anything like that. Um, you're not even sure if someone like the DNI would give a shit about this kind of program. Gotcha. Yeah. It's it's not terribly meaningful, but it's interesting. So. Um, gotcha. Is Tommy an only child? Yes. You got any family issues, anything? You know, is he your biological son? Me and Gene downstairs made him. Raised him in this house. Hell, he was born in this house. It would have taken longer to get him to a hospital. Hmm. Uh, both of my parents are dead. Uh, her dad is dead. Her mom is still alive. I have no siblings. She has one brother. He is a dickhead, but he ain't got nothing to do with this. Hmm. How close are your nearest neighbors? Oh, you tell me. Uh, you can actually remember for a fact that they are way the fuck down the road. Yeah. It, it was probably a good 15 minutes driving down the road between the houses. So. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, you got an awful lot of land. Do you do anything with it, or you just like being secluded? I just like being left the hell alone. I stay out here. I mind my business. I enjoy watching sunrises and sunsets and the stars in the sky. I enjoy teaching Tommy about those things. He's into stars and stuff? He likes nature. Hmm. He wander around the property a lot? Yeah, we wander together. He was, what, 10? Is 10? (laughs) And he raises an eyebrow at that and says, yeah. Is he allowed to wander off on his own or not so much? As long as he stays out of the woods. What uh, what do you got for animals out here, like? Wild and domestic. Uh, We got one cat. It wanders around the property. Usually comes in by nightfall because it gets freaked out by the noises. Uh, some elk, some deer, every now and then a coyote. Mostly it's quiet. Uh, what was Tommy doing when he disappeared? Uh, Tommy was fucking around with, uh, some of the stuff that we had gotten at the, uh, farm supply store down the road. Okay, could you show me? Sure. And, uh, Robert takes you down 
to the first floor again and then takes you outside and you notice that there's this little shed built onto the side of the house mm-hmm. and when i say little bit of a misnomer it seems smaller than it is but once he opens it up you realize that it kind of goes into the farmhouse a little bit mm-hmm. it's probably the size of my living room how how big would you say that is for our listeners um it's larger than a porta potty I'm real bad at numbers. Uh, I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, what what would you compare that space to? Like a standard two car garage, maybe. Not as tall, but. I'd say that's almost as tall as a two car garage. Mm. Yeah. I don't spend a lot of time looking at the ceilings of garages. Anyway, yeah, its point is fairly big size, uh, big sized, fairly good size <laughs> space, uh, bigger than you expected for a shed. By quite a bit. Um, you notice there's a lawnmower in here. There's some other lawn equipment. Um, you notice a desk. Uh, well, there's a desk. But there's also a uh, fairly large work table for uh, woodworking. Um, there's a chair over in the corner. And you see a pile of um, wood shavings. Someone clearly whittles over there. Um and scattered around the space, you notice a lot of random supplies. Like, there is um, there is a fairly large metal pole that, like, is supposed to be embedded in the ground, but it's got a hook for a bird feeder. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a barrel over there. There is a bag of bird seed. There is um, what apparently is deer feed. Uh, just all sorts of stuff over in the, like, in one, well, scattered around the space. But, yeah. Okay. Um, as I'm looking around to ask, uh, oh, I forgot to ask back inside. What is it your, uh, your wife does for a living? Oh, homebody. Okay. You notice any, uh, anything out of the ordinary before Tommy disappeared? What with, you know, all these fairy folk turning up? Well, there is one fairy folk at the, uh, oh, fairy folk. <laughs> I sound redneck. <sighs> anyway. I'm uh, trying to, um... I, 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 it's only something I've just started this season, but I'm trying to differentiate Travis's voice a little bit different from my own because I basically just use my own voice for tra- uh, for Alex, and then I did the same for Travis for the first uh, during the second season when with his appearances. And this season, I was like, you know, that was kind of lazy of me. I should try to give him a bit more of a voice. So I'm trying to make his voice a little bit lower than mine and a little more country than mine. I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially since I end up trying to do so many different voices. And now granted, I've only really got like three or four voices that I do well, and I can appreciate that fact, but I do try to differentiate a little bit in personalities, in certain mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Um, like you'll notice that even though I'm pretty sure I've done a couple of redneck voices now, um, Robert is, he doesn't, He's not hickey, mm-hmm. and he definitely is very, very pleasant. He, mm-hmm. he likes putting sort of a best foot forward and trying to be a good host, mm-hmm. which you'll notice is not necessarily common amongst characters that I create for this world. <laughs> so Everybody's like, what do you want? Get out of my house. <laughs> everyone's like, hey, you've got a face. You must be a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so what was your last question? I'm sorry. Uh... Oh, you were telling me about a fairy. Oh, uh, he was telling you about a fairy. I yeah. wasn't telling you about fairy. Anyway, uh, now there, there, there's a fairy over at the uh, at the farm, at the farm supply. But uh, they mind their p's and q's. They just restock shelves. That's that's all they do. 
And they never showed any particular interest towards his son, or nah. I I try I try not to mind him too much. I I don't know why they're here, but I I try to be respectful of it. There's there's enough shit going on in the world without being pissed off at someone just because their hair is a different color. Hmm. And uh, he got any friends or anything in the area? Uh, a few friends. You talk to them and make sure he didn't turn up at their house or anything? Uh, there's been a sweep all over Spearhead at this point. Uh, my, my boy hasn't turned up, unfortunately. So, the night the night he disappeared, the day he disappeared, what what time was it that you last saw him? Uh, we had just gotten actually, we had actually just gotten back from the uh, farm supply. And he had been helping me to get everything organized in here. And he wanted to sit out here and try and carve on a wood block. I said that he could as long as he was careful. And I went inside for a glass of water. I came out. Everything seemed fine. So I hopped onto the tractor and I was mowing the yard. And when I got done, he was gone. So what was this? What time? What time about was that? Afternoon. Yeah, we got back at about one and had lunch. Came back out here to get everything organized. He last time I saw him was about probably probably about one, and then he knows for a fact that the kid had vanished by three. Took him about two hours to mow the yard. And. You didn't see anything out of the ordinary while you were uh, mowing the lawn? No. What was your wife up to? Uh, she was in the house cleaning up from lunch. I think she was watching TV after she did that, but I'm not going to fault her for that. You um, you don't have any kind of uh, security system, cameras, nothing like that? No, just the lock on the gate. Hmm. You keep that locked all the time when you're not here or here or uh, in general? <laughs> Usually it's locked because I've got a key that I can get in and out. Uh, Gene has one too. Um, Tommy doesn't have one, but usually if he asks about going somewhere, we're taking him anyway. So. Yeah. Lock ever been busted or anything like that? No, the closest that we've come to the lock being busted was a section of fence got torn down by the um, by an elk. Ah. I'm actually I'm going to change that moose. Hmm. You know, a moose bit my sister once. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I know where that's going, and I don't like it. Uh, and I ask, uh, you get it fixed, or is it still down? Oh, we got fixed. That was a few years back. Gotcha. Uh, I tell him, uh, oh, wait, it's 11 o'clock, right? Uh, yeah, it's about 11.30 now, yeah. Okay. I say, uh, well, if it's, uh, if it's all right with you, I'm gonna, I know it's dark, but I'm going to walk the property a little bit. Um, get a feel for it. We'll probably want to do the same again tomorrow, you know, when it's light out. But, uh, you got a flashlight I could borrow? Sure thing. Uh, and he goes over and opens a cabinet over on the wall. And Mm -hmm. there's a ton of different tools and supplies in here. Oh, I'm taking on a little bit of an... Anyway, (laughs) uh, he grabs a flashlight and hands it to you. And, uh, it's, it is a damn good flashlight. Really heavy duty and, uh, rechargeable, actually. Nifty. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I want to go back outside, and I want to roll vision to see. I mean, I realize it's dark outside, so it's probably hard to tell. But like, the kind of spot that, like, a kid would really love to hang out. 
I know his parents said to stay away from the woods, but he's 10. He's not going to always listen to his parents to see if there's maybe a spot in the woods that he would uh, like to hang out, maybe build himself a little quote-unquote fort or something. Okay. Normally, I would make you roll something in addition to just vision to try and find a spot like that. Uh-huh. But I figure you are a hellion. You are tapped into your inner asshole and child at all times. So. <laughs> Could roll instinct and vision if you want me to. No, I'm just going to make you roll vision. Okay. Yeah. 15. Total? Yeah. Suck. Yeah, I rolled a 7. That ain't good. All right, so... uh. Yeah, no, you don't really pick up on much of anything. Um, There's one spot that you think maybe would be interesting because it's... I mean, the the fence is fairly sturdy, it's fairly thick. You don't really anticipate the kid going past the fence. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's like this little bit of a roll of hill, Mm -hmm. and you can hear a creak on the other side of the fence. And something about that just says, yeah, no, a kid would like this spot. But, I mean, there's really nothing here to make a fort with. Okay. Uh, it's mostly just rolling flat hill that this house is just kind of perched on top of and uh, looking down in every direction. Okay. Uh, I want to check the rest of the perimeter, see if there's any holes in the fence or any holes under the fence. Another vision roll? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 28. Very nice. Uh, yeah, you're not really seeing anything. Um... There's one spot where it looks like a rabbit may have dug underneath the fence and gotten through. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a fucking rabbit. Now, uh, Robert said that he and Tommy like to look at the stars, right? Yeah. Um, is there a spot I could find that maybe looks like a particular area they liked to look from? Uh, give me another vision roll. Ten! Yeah, no, you're really not figuring anything out in that regard. There's just too much fucking land where they might be going to. Mm-hmm. You can always go and ask what their favorite spot is to do that from, but you're not getting anything on your own here. Yeah, I'm not sure that's a worth it. So as I'm wandering the property, I don't see anything out of the ordinary or anything like that? Not really, no. It just all looks really quiet. The, the most out-of-place thing here is a glove that it's it's just a latex glove that clearly came from another person who was here investigating before you mm. and you pick it up and you stuff it in your pocket because littering is for assholes but i'm an asshole oh then you throw it back on the ground like an <laughs> asshole wait 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 yep i leave it on the ground yeah uh you pick it up you look at it for a second and you chuck it back on the ground like, nope that's know, not interesting fuck nature Okay, uh, I'm going to head back to the house and ask Robert uh, if he knows if anybody else has asked around the uh, farm supply store yet. And he shakes his head and he's like, I really don't know if they have or not. Say, okay, um, well, I, uh, I'm i going to go get myself set up at a hotel and uh, get right back on it first thing in the morning. Okay. Uh, so you make your way down off the property. He locks the gate behind you and... You've got about an hour drive back to civilization. Mm. Yeah, it's like there's there's the farm supply store on the way that's about 45 minutes out from that house. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's another good jaunt to actual town. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like there's a few stores along the way. It's kind of touristy in these parts. 
but you just find a little flea bag motel. It's a shithole. Uh, but they'll take your money. They like your money, and they'll give you a room for the night. Okay. I'm going to stay there. All right. Uh, that is going to be, you know, I'll save 50 bucks just to keep it tidy. Okay. So that leaves you with 2100 Sweet. Yep. All right. So you wake up the following morning. Uh, you are very itchy. Oh, no. I get bed bugs at this hotel? Uh, you've got some bed bed bites, yeah. Uh, you don't immediately see them on you, but you've got plenty of little red sores, yeah. In, in groups of three? Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, additionally, you pretty much immediately have to run to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, I figured that. And the toilet immediately plugs up and clogs and is trying to backflow. Okay, uh, well, I'm gonna gather my shit... Head back to, <laughs> not that shit, uh, my stuff. <laughs> uh, head back to the car, and then I'm going to go to the office. The office? Yeah, for the hotel, motel. Oh, yeah. And uh, be like, uh, yeah, your room uh, has got bed bugs, so I want my money back. Uh, can you can you prove it? Uh, and I show him the bites on me. That doesn't prove it. That, that could have come from anywhere. No, there's a particular pattern that bed bugs bite in. See this group of three? The breakfast, lunch, and dinner bites? That's bed bugs. Yeah, how do I know you ain't just poking yourself with a needle? We've, we've had assholes like you come through before. Uh, and I say, okay, you want to come take a look at the room? Sure. Let's go take a look at this fucking room. And he follows you over to the room. Okay. And you lead him inside. Okay. And uh, I Come say, on, you're uh, a pro. Come on, show me. Okay, are there uh, are there red dots of blood on the sheets? Uh, unfortunately, the sheets are pink, so it, you're not really seeing the well, red dots. Blood and pink are not the same color. Yes, but you're really not spotting dots. Okay. Uh, what about um, in uh, like the the creases of the mattress or around the outlet behind the bed? Is there an outlet behind the bed? Uh, there is an outlet behind the bed, and the room is disgusting. Uh huh. Uh, but you, you aren't, what, what are you looking for? Uh, bed bugs or, uh, dead bed bugs or <laughs> my hotel employees really showing here or, uh, or like their little dots of poop. Uh, you aren't seeing bed bugs, but you are seeing poop. And, uh, I pointed it and I say that's bed bug poop. That could be any kind of bug poop. Hell, it could be mouse poop. I say, okay, then there's fucking mice in my room. Give me my money back. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Can I hit him? Sure. Uh, roll fortitude, please. Fuck! <laughs> uh, so you, you hit him? Uh, certainly try. <laughs> What's your score? Nine. Uh, yeah, you take a swing at him, and it, it does hit him, but he sort of gets back up, and there's a little bit of blood coming from in his nose, He's like, <laughs> you go into the fucking cops now, buddy. Come on. Come on. Get the get the fuck out of here before I fucking call him. You, you get a fucking head start. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull my gun on him and point it in his face. And I say, you're going to call who now? And he's staring at the gun. And he stares at you. And he's like, easy now. Easy. You're a fucking lunatic. I say, all I wanted was my money back. I don't know why you got to make this so fucking difficult. All I want is for you to go. I don't need your ass being an asshole around here. I just want you to leave. Um, so question about advocacy. It works through clothing, correct? Yeah. Okay. 
So if my gun is in my hand and I point the tip of the barrel to his forehead, does advocacy work through the gun? No. Oh, okay. Has to be your hand. Okay. The, the gun's in my hand. It's it's magic, not science. Okay. It can say go fuck yourself just as well as I can, and just as well as he can to you. Okay. Uh, I want to grab him uh, with my free hand, and uh, I say, you want to give me my fucking money back. And I roll what? Uh, instinct? Yeah. 24. And let me roll his instinct. All right. Yeah. So uh, in this case, uh, you have actually sort of gotten him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he blinks and he's like, you know what? I do want to get you your money back. Let's let's go. Let's go. Uh, So hold on. Uh, I owe you $50. And uh, he's leaving the room, and do you want to follow him, or are you just Yeah, I already got my stuff out of the room. Okay. So he... Uh, I could beat a hasty retreat after I get my money back. Yeah. So he uh, sort of nods and is like, okay, uh, here, here's your $50, and shit. Uh, there was 5050 and he goes and he gets into his car, and he's heading down the road. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's gone he, like so so with the advocate he just remembers everything uh, <laughs> it, I, I i transferred the whole advocacy does not play nice advocacy yeah. is not it's your very, friend it's very Advo- monkey's paw i'm aware <laughs> yes uh so yeah he he is going to go and basically be an atrocious monster on your behalf because he, you told him that you want your money back. Wait, so is he specifically going to go bother Nihilus to get that $5,000 or does he not know that part? He's just going to try to get $5,000. I'm not telling you. That's not very nice. I know. That's the point. Oh, well. I'm not. I don't need to be nice when it's something that's supposed to fuck you over and torment you. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you have a brief moment here where you can try and do something he's about to be completely out of sight he's heading down the road in his car eh. anyway i'm gonna go to the farm supply store <laughs> all right so you've set a monster loose let me take a note of this <laughs> oh my god uh i don't even know what fucking piece of paper to grab um all right we'll we'll stick this on the back of here for right now That was real good. Okay, so where were we? Uh, oh, I was about to go to the farm supply store. Gotcha. Alright, so you uh, make your way back towards uh, the edge of town, mm-hmm. and you get to the farm supply store, and... Um, sorry, that's going to drive me nuts if I don't fix it. Uh, you head inside, and it's fairly small it almost feels more like a general store than a farm supply store but it's large enough that it does have plenty of yes just listening to you oh you're like staring at my notes no uh plenty of farm supplies as well watching you do the thing with it fair enough sorry guys because you can't see what's going on but null has a special special notebook um where you can like remove and replace the pages um very like yeah it's instead ripping uh, them out Instead so. of rings, it's got discs that the pages sort of lock onto the edge of. So. Yeah. So. It's anyway. pretty. It's it is. Baby. It's nice. He's, he's a very fancy stationary boy. Um, 
oh look i've got a note here that says octavius <laughs> yes in tiny tiny writing it's your middle name sometimes it is sometimes it's, it's not always your middle name morgan sometimes. octavius no sometimes sometimes it's it doesn't roll times. off the tongue very well to me <sighs> i mean considering your first name ends with an n it's kind of hard to make anything roll off the tongue because n is a very final letter See, for me, it's Octavius Null. Like, Snull just sounds fucking terrible to me. Hmm. Yeah, it's for me, it's that transition towards the end. Anyway. Yeah, I guess because of the way the, the mouth shifts between the S and the L. Or S and the... <laughs> S, I was, S and L, huh? Uh, the S and the N uh, is... Uh, kind of blends them together. Anyway, yeah. um... Oh, yes. I was going to the farm supply store. It's more of a general store. Kind of, yeah. It's like, it's big enough that it does have actual, like, farm supplies here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's got kind of that, this is where a lot of the, like, ranchers hang out mm-hmm. and come to visit. So, it's like, it's, there are actual ranchers out here besides, you know, Coding Boy living at the end of this dirt road. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, how many employees are working right now? Uh, it looks like three employees and then a bunch of customers just tootling around. Okay, do I see the fairy? Uh, over in the back, yeah. Uh, he's not in the like in the back back in the storage area or mm-hmm. s- storeroom, I guess it would be called. Um, he he is on the sales floor, but he's he's just being very quiet. He's got a little red vest on. Um, Bright red orange hair or red orange. There's a color. Sure. Uh bright it's the red color. What? It's the reddit color. Or no, it's orange red. Anyway. Bright red orange uh hair. Um or orange red. Either one. Point is very bright, hot colored hair. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite slicked back. It's more like almost standing up. It looks almost like a low boiling fire. Hmm. And uh, he's he's just very quietly like scanning, and then placing an item, scanning and then placing an item, and he's he's just minding his own business and being very sort of sullen and quiet. Okay, uh, who looks like a manager? Uh, the dude that's in surrounded by Hicks having a happy big bright conversation, and he's laughing, and he's got his hands in the air, and it seems like he's talking about fish. It seems he's, like he's, he's, do, he's doing the fish hands. It was this big. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's more like, and I I had the fish, and I threw the motherfucker. Never thrown a fish like that, but I'm not an expert, so. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm going to kind of, like, stand just outside the, uh, the ring of rednecks and uh, try to catch his eye. And it doesn't take much to catch his eye. He, he knows an outsider when he sees one. Well, not only that, it's not just he knows an outsider when he sees one, quote quotes. Because, I mean, there's the regulars, and then there's new person that he's not seen before. And that happens very rarely, mm-hmm. but he immediately spots them. And he, he doesn't try and sort of jump on them or anything. He's, he's not paranoid or mistreatful or mistreatful that's not a word (laughs) he's he's not unpleasant he's just Uh he just sort of he spots you and he just kind of keeps an eye out 
gotcha. just to sort of see what you do and see if he needs to do anything, but he usually doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. So he's he's continuing the conversation, but clearly just sort of keeping an eye on you. And uh, I, I want to do some kind of hand motion that kind of uh, like indicates that I would like to speak with him. Okay. And it takes him a minute because he's still telling the story. He's like, and this motherfucker just kept coming at me. He was like, you're going to give me my money back. And I'm like, no, I have cooked you a perfectly fine dinner tonight. And that more than made up for it. You're being a fucking clown. And he's telling the story. He's like, I'll be right back, gentlemen. I'll be right back. You, you keep enjoying yourselves. And he sort of steps away. He's like, hey there, what can I do for you? Oh, uh- God, that voice is so fucking hard let's make this conversation fast <laughs> all right i'm gonna talk to him for as long as i can oh you uh, bitch. all right uh okay so i tell him uh, uh i don't know if you heard uh, about uh robert pilgrim's son tommy oh my missing. god yeah absolutely tragic horrible yeah. um i i don't know if anybody else from the dni has uh, come down here to talk to you about it yet he was he was here uh this is the last place he was other than home before he disappeared uh, no, we haven't been spoken to. Okay, well, that's an oversight. Um, so, uh, do you were you were you here that day that uh, they were here? I was. Yeah, did you see uh, anybody um, talking to Tommy that day? Other than his daddy, no. Uh, y'all got uh, security cameras? Of course, of course. You need to see them. Uh, yeah, if you if you still got the tape for that day, I would like to see that. Absolutely, let's get cracking. All right. And he leads you over into his office. Mm-hmm. And there's this little bank of monitors. And he pulls out this, like, hard drive tape and puts it into the system. And the monitors sort of click to life. And you can see really well, like, he's got all the aisles rigged up to be visible from a camera. Mm-hmm. And then he has an overhead shot across the aisles sort of over the tops of them. And then he's got the entire front end as well as a beeline shot of the entire back end. Okay. All right, so uh, on uh, the day that uh, Tommy was there with his dad, I just want to cycle through any camera shots that I have of him. Absolutely. So uh, you're going through, and you can see pretty much from the moment the kid walked into the store with his dad through to the moment that they paid and left. And they were only in there for about... A half hour, maybe 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're mostly like you saw in the actual shed. Uh, they're getting bird feed. They're getting a new bird house. Um, they get some deer feed. They pick up that barrel that was sitting there. Um, they get a jug of oil for the lawn tractor. Um, it looks like Robert is pricing some new wheels for the lawn tractor, but decides not to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead he ends up picking up a very nice, uh, set of knives for his wife, actually, Mm -hmm. and is, uh, getting those paid for. Gotcha. And do I see anybody paying them any particular attention? Uh, other than the manager shooting the shit with them? No. Uh, I ask, um, if they've got, uh, a camera outside. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... It's the same deal. I want to look at the time that, um... They were there. See if anybody is paying any particular attention. See if anybody like followed them out of the uh, store or anything like that. Any points to one of the monitors that shows the outside? Okay. And no. They showed up in the pickup truck. They went inside. They came out. And they left. 
Okay. Um, when I'm looking at these uh, cameras, do I see the um, the uh, the fairy dude at all? Yeah, you can see the fairy show up on the monitors. Um, in fact, one of the other monitors mm-hmm. is sh- uh, it shows the uh, stock room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see him unloading some boxes. He takes some um, things of uh, specifically rat traps. Mm-hmm. And he's carrying them out front, and he's scanning them, shelf, scan, shelf, scan, shelf, scan, shelf. And he sets up that, and he goes into the back, and he comes back out front. And he spends basically the whole day just unloading boxes, getting things restocked. Uh, at one point, he does get asked by another customer a question. Well, I'm not watching him specifically all day. I'm just, like, when when Tommy is there. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's completely zoned the fuck out. He, he seems like a shell of whatever he may have previously been like mm-hmm. like you you don't know him but you have to assume he used to have more personality yeah. than this like nihilus he's not he's not a big fan of the uh, human world <laughs> he's been beaten down yeah life will do that to you <laughs> yep oh that reminds me uh you do have a new text message on your phone by the way okay who's it from nihilus okay what does it say it says holy shit thank you and uh, I text back, uh, no problem. And then what did um, the hotel guy look like? Very little hair left on his head. Deep wrinkles right under his eyes. Uh, kind of a wide flared nose. Uh, very tight, narrowed, sort of pursed lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was wearing a pink uh, polo shirt. Okay, so I send her a quick test mes- text message. If you see uh, a balding older guy in a pink polo, uh, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> and she sends a question mark and then accidentally sends a laughing emoji when you're pretty sure she didn't mean to send a laughing emoji <laughs> and uh i i respond with uh it's probably nothing but just in case let me know then she sends a poop emoji and asks what did you do uh i say um no nah, you know what? no i'm not gonna respond <laughs> Probably a good call. Uh, I'll, no, actually, I take that back. I'll respond. Uh, I'll, I'll explain it later. <laughs> That's a terrible response. Shame yep. upon you. You are a terrible person. Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Can I roll instinct to see if there's anything I'm not thinking of at the feed store? Or for, uh, supply store? I mean, sure. Thir- uh, Twelve. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and give you this much. Um... It's occurring to you that it might not necessarily be a person in here. Um, it could be something about a place, or it could be a thing. Like, you don't necessarily get the impression that there is a spot specifically on the property of the farm, but it could be something near the property of the farm, or it could be uh, something here that they just tripped over in some capacity. Um... There's a lot of possibilities besides people. The last thing his dad said he was doing was trying to carve into a wood block. Uh, yeah. He, he had picked up a block of wood and was carving at it. Uh, th- it's the little whittling chair that you saw in the corner. All right, well, I know it's a long trip, but uh, I'm going to head back to the farm. Or house on the farm I mean, it's area. not that long a trip from here. It's oh, only yeah, about no. 45 minutes. Yeah, you did say that. Okay, anyway, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. All right, uh, you make your way back up, and uh, you're at the gate. And Robert's actually outside and spots you and comes over and locks the gate, lets you onto the property. Okay, and I ask him, uh, any weirdness overnight? No. 
All right. Uh, I tell him uh, I want to go uh, take another look at the uh, shed. Sure thing. And he leads you over to it and opens the door. It's not locked or anything. And lets you write him. Okay. Uh, I want to... And he asks if you need him or if he's cool to continue what he was doing. Uh, yeah. So I, I tell him... Um... Uh, I tell him, yeah, if you, you, you can uh, hang around for a second if you don't mind. All right. Uh, so uh, I find the wood block that uh, Tommy was woodland on. Uh, go ahead and give me a vision roll. I guess I, so I try to find the block. Yeah. Uh, 25. All right. Um, you do spot it. It's a little bit away from the chair. It's over on the desk, actually. Mm-hmm. Initially, you don't realize that it's the block because it doesn't look like a block anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a very good leaf, but it's carved into the shape of a leaf. Uh, you can see where he's gotten kind of the pointy shape of it, and he's got kind of the outline. He's got a few little veins carved in it, but still basically a block of wood. Mm-hmm. Um but you do find it. Does it look like it was set there? or? Yeah. Okay. Where's the woodling knife? Uh, you do not see the knife. Okay. Is there anything um, unusual about the leaf? Or the wood that it's carved into? Uh, roll intellect. Twenty-four. Nothing that you're aware of, no. It's like, as far as you know of this, I mean... It seems to just be a fairly cheap block of wood, specifically for whittling. Um, the leaf is basically any leaf of, like, an oak tree. So it's a normal leaf and a normal wood. Nothing terribly strange to it. Uh, I want to look for the uh, whittling knife. All right. Uh, give me a vision roll. Fuck! It's a nine. She says it because the die says it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, you don't see the whittling knife. Uh, and I ask him, uh, did you just get him that whittling knife that, that day? Oh, no, no, no. He's had that knife for probably going on two years now. I started to teach him a while back. Uh, initially, I had him just telling me what he wanted to do, and then I would show him how I would do it. And then eventually I gave him the knife and... Let him start trying it. Um, can I roll instinct to see if anything feels weird about the shed? If, there, if I can feel any weirdness in any particular spots, anything like that. Just any kind of energy, anything that's out of the ordinary. I mean, I guess you can. Um, You're not going to help me, though? <laughs> not unless I roll, like, a 20? What if I roll an 18? Total 18. I, I can go ahead and tell you that it really doesn't matter what you could roll. Um, there's not really any energy in here mm-hmm. it's just a shed of random shit by a weird dude that happens to live on a ranch and does computer work uh since robert's there i ask him uh what's the satellite for is that just so you can still have strong internet out here or is it yep that's just really solid internet access yeah it's a pretty wild looking satellite i've never seen anything like it before like really yeah I mean, nothing we're. I don't know. <laughs> Would you like to roll intellect? See if you've ever seen a satellite like that before. Sure. 
24. Your neighbor has a nearly identical dish. You've seen satellite dishes like this okay. before. Yeah. The, they're usually in your area. They're usually for like really good TV or something like that. Mm. But yeah, no, you've seen satellite dishes yeah. like this. For the record, I, as Bran, would, <laughs> wouldn't know a satellite from another satellite. They're all just satellites to me. Uh, ne- we also have like never had satellite internet or TV growing up or anything. So I mean, neither have I at any point, but I've seen enough satellite dishes... And I know enough from people that won't shut the fuck up about how great satellite is when it's not. <laughs> so, uh, Robert just sort of smiles and is standing by very patiently as you completely waste his time. Yeah. Sort of pacing a shed and doing nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll dismiss him. <laughs> Be gone, Bobbert. <laughs> and he sort of raises an eyebrow and says... Thank you. Good Good luck with your investigation, I guess. And he walks out of the shed. Okay. Uh, I want to sit down in the chair where Tommy was whittling. Okay. Um, it's a little bit small for an adult. Mm-hmm. It feels more like it was probably bought for the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of um, frustrated at this point. Um, like... Cooper... As Bran or as Travis? <laughs> as Travis. Uh, and Cooper's like, oh, you're a good investigator and stuff. And Travis is just like, what the fuck? I'm not an investigator. I just kill people. What the fuck am I doing? And he's just a little annoyed with himself. Um, are there any windows that I can see out of from the chair? Uh, no, you're actually facing inward towards the house itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a window kind of... Not over your shoulder, but down just a little bit. And there's sunlight coming through that onto the desk. Hmm. Goodness, this is taking forever. It's like you have no idea what you're doing or something. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) So it's exactly like that. Weird. It's almost like I'm a hitman, not an investigator. (laughs) You're going to investigate either way. Um, anything interesting out the window where the sunlight's coming from? Mm, no, not really. Mm, anything interesting in the desk? Uh, the most interesting thing that you find in the desk is actually the instructions for setting up that satellite. And I only say that because Travis seems to have no idea how satellites work. <laughs> um, He's not a technology man. Yeah. He's a shoot people man. Yeah. Yeah, no, the desk, everything seems fairly in order. Uh, you do find a really nice pen in there. You find another whittling knife. Um, if you want, you can ask if this is the one that was being used to whittle. But hmm. is the uh, the lawnmower in here? Um, oh yeah, you did say that at the start, didn't you? The tractor lawnmower. Yeah, uh, okay. it's actually in here right now. Um, I was trying to decide whether or not he'd be using it right now, but he's not. No, mm-hmm. it's it's in here. Okay. Um. Anything unusual about it? Not really. The only thing that's kind of weird about it might be that he's kept it in really good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and give me an intellect roll. 21. Yeah, this particular model is like probably almost 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And he's kept it in pretty much pristine condition. You know that he uses it regularly. He made that much clear. Mm-hmm. But he clearly takes really good care of things that he cares about. Mm-hmm. So, 
So that would mean like the house, his kid, this tractor. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to head inside. I want to take a look at the son's room. All right. Uh, you make your way upstairs. Uh, Jean's initially a little bit confused and sort of following you. Uh, tries to ask if everything's okay, if you've had any breakthroughs or leads or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to say? I say, um, well, I, uh, I checked out the farm supply store, which apparently nobody else had thought to do, uh, and uh, took a look at their security footage and didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Didn't uh, look like anybody was following your son or your husband at all. So uh, I'm going to take a look at your son's room, see if I can find anything in there. Oh, oh, okay. And... She is sort of just following you, tagging along. Mm-hmm. Uh, you head inside, and it's a race car bed, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, does it have a CB radio so I can talk to other car beds? No. Oh. That is absolute lunacy. How dare you suggest it? Um, there's a little bookshelf. Kid doesn't seem to really be too into books. He's got a few of them. Um, interestingly, none of them seem to be fiction. All of them seem to be nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple books about astronomy, a book about birds, another specifically about owls. Um, there is a couple of fiction books on the shelf, though. Uh, one is Robinson Crusoe, and the other is Tarzan. Uh, mostly just a small, mellow bedroom. Nothing really too flashy besides the race car bed. Um, and I ask her... Uh... So the day he went missing, uh, your husband was out mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was in the shed. And what were you up to? Well, I'd been cleaning up from lunch, and then I sat down and was watching TV. All right. Um, and uh, you didn't see or hear him at all. No. Uh, you didn't come inside to use the bathroom or get a soda or anything like that. No, he was just hanging out in the shed and doing his thing um had he been acting unusual at all beforehand no seemed happy enough having a good day normal kid um so uh i look at the books on the shelves and i kind of point at him and say uh so he likes stars birds and survival Kid likes nature. Kid likes stories about the jungles. Uh, when he watches TV, he likes documentaries about animals. Uh, loves cheetahs. Uh, and uh, I ask her, so when the police came here, what all did they look for? I mean, did they look for footprints, tire prints, fingerprints, yeah. all the usual police stuff? Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, there was regular cops. There was national investigators and they tore up pretty much everything searching all over the house searching around the property searching outside of the property yeah they they wanted to try and find the kid uh they tried neighbors houses they tried the houses of his friends uh i've heard they they told me that they even sent someone over to the house of a friend he made online so, we're just trying to find our son. Uh, was he allowed to use a computer unsupervised? I was always in the room. I wasn't always necessarily watching the computer screen, 
but I was always in the room. And uh, I ask, uh, what sort of things did he do on the computer? Watch videos about nature. Really like nature. Talked about wanting to work in a zoo. Uh, aside from him, was anything else missing? No. I mean, I guess what he had on him, but... Uh, I want to take another lap around the property, look uh, through the woods, that sort of thing. All right. Now that it's light out, because I said I was going to do that. That you did. Yeah, I was going to see if there's anything else I could find beforehand, but the answer was no. Uh, 25 vision. Uh, you do eventually spot that there are... Um, there is more evidence than you initially saw last night mm -hmm. of the fact that they did investigate the dog fuck out of the land. Mm -hmm. um, more little spots where grass is like pressed down at certain angles or spots where there might be a stray cigarette butt, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, by the light of day, you do spot where it looks like uh, the feet of a um, telescope, a pretty large telescope dug into the soil in the grass in a spot mm -hmm. uh so you can figure out this is probably where robert and tommy probably watch the stars a lot um but that's about it you're not really seeing anything that screams oh child abductor or oh child went this way if you can't figure this out and i tell you you're going to be so pissed i'll just tell you that now can I roll intellect to see if I can think of anything I'm missing? Um, yes. I mean, I can go ahead and tell you that instinct might be still better for this. But... Okay, I would like to roll instinct to see if there's anything I'm missing. <laughs> roll the 20, 27 total. Alright, so I'll go ahead and mention again, you still have not... Con you've looked at the places that they've been... You still still haven't consulted the objects. I mean, the only thing that you really looked at was a whittling block, and you looked for a knife. And I sat in the chair. And you sat in the chair. I'll grant you that. Uh, but otherwise, like anything that they bought and brought home, you fucking ignored. Anything in the in the store on the shelves, you fucking ignored. Oh, whoops. Okay. Big whoops. <laughs> Big goddamn whoops. Huge. <laughs> None and of that, it sounded everyone... that interesting to me because he wasn't interacting with them. And and everyone, that was actually a pretty woman reference. Okay, so I'm gonna head back into the um into the shed. Uh and uh I don't know. What are you looking at? A picture. Doesn't matter. Oh. Keep talking. Uh, okay. We have a uh, podcast to record, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. This isn't a visual medium. All right. Uh, I'm going to head back into the shed and um, uh, check out the items they brought home. There was a barrel. There was bird feed. There was a birdhouse. No, bird. No, there was a bird. Uh, a hook uh, for a birdhouse. A bird feeder. Okay. Uh, and a hook for a bird feeder. That's the one. Uh, and deer feed. Deer feed. Okay. Um, I can't remember. I feel like I named something else, but uh, go ahead and roll vision, please. Roll a fuck. Or not. 22. Uh, pretty much the first thing that you're looking at now that you're thinking, oh, wait, things. Things. I should have remembered things. Uh, you open up I'm the... so proud of you. I've been practicing. I know. 
Yeah. New new listeners to the show will know that Null <sighs> had an unusual way of pronouncing things before. I used to say things. And I've gotten better. I can say things fairly reliably now. I have to look up how to spell occasionally every time I use it, so don't feel too bad. And you usually still say both. I do say both. Yeah. <laughs> With a capital L. <laughs> yeah. Capital L and a little hyphenate over the L. Just, <laughs> just to really exacerbate the problem. And an underline underneath it. And bold and italicized. Now it just looks like a Roman numeral. <laughs> I, there's a Roman numeral in the middle of my, me saying both. Both. And it happens Dudes. to be an X. Anyway. <laughs> I pronounce it like an L, though. I'm just weird. Boxeth. <laughs> what can I say? I'm not like other girls. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad you I enjoyed I give that. up. I quit. I'm nope. Done. Okay, well. <laughs> that's just right when something everybody. was about to happen, Null quits. <laughs> uh, you notice that there's these weird, like, divots on the inside of the barrel. And if you didn't know better, you'd say they almost look like ladder rungs. Like wedged, like dug into the side of the barrel. What happens if I move the barrel? Uh, nothing. It's a barrel. So, like, underneath, so there's ladder rungs inside the barrel. But there's, there's nothing, there's, there's concrete underneath the barrel. Huh. Where'd I put that flashlight from the night before? <laughs> I mean, you can see the bottom of the barrel. I can see the bottom of the barrel, but there's ladder rungs? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you want to shine that flashlight down into the bottom of the barrel? No, I guess apparently not. You can. Okay, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, roll vision, please. Do I see the bottom of a barrel? 19? You still see the bottom of the barrel, but you can see into the darkness under the bottom of the barrel. And you sort of lean the barrel over and you kick through the bottom of the barrel. And the barrel just keeps going down into darkness that doesn't seem to exist on the outside of the barrel. There is something fucked up with this barrel. Where does the interior of this barrel go? Find out next time on Midtown Mythos. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, well. <laughs> Your arm popped. That was great. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Midtown Mythos. And the uh, haunted, fucked up barrel. Yeah, that took me forever to find. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll hand you this. This is the final clue that you get before we end for the night. Oh, so we're not done. No, 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 we are, but that's it. Okay. I will put that. Would you like to read that to the audience? Oh, I guess I should. Uh, It says Raider Barrel Company, but not like Raider as in like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, It doesn't have an I. Unless, nope, it doesn't have an I. R-A-D-E-R. Yeah, like Dennis Raider. Um, Yeah, I guess that's my last uh, clue. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, you were, you were doing the credits. Yeah, we are going to go into the credits. So if you want to follow the show on Twitter, uh, it's at Midtown Mythos. If you want to email the show, it is uh, MidtownMailbag at gmail.com. Yep. If you want to bother either of us on Twitter, I'm at Star with two R's. I'm at MXMNoll. 
And uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We have a Discord. You can find uh, a link to that either on our Twitter or on our Facebook. Uh, we also have a Patreon, which we don't really plug nearly enough, considering yeah. the cool stuff we've done. We did during our season, uh, like end of season break. We uh, we released two um, specials. It's a completely different game that I designed where yeah. Brandigan plays as a small child who thinks she's either a secret agent or a superhero, depending on the day of the week. Yeah, and then um, we also did our very first scripted project, which was super fun. Null disagrees? <laughs> oh, no, because you did all because of all the writing you had to do. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, that was yeah, a lot of writing. Yeah, we brought in some friends to do some voice acting and stuff, and uh, I did a bunch of sound effects to, you know, make it very kind of uh, classic. I mean, you know, obviously I do sound effects during the show, but uh, I did even more than usual. Uh, I think the final number of tracks I had was, like, over 60. <laughs> I'll I'll give you this much as a sort of sneak peek. Uh, There's a character that was mentioned a lot back in season one and part of season two. Uh Uh, I don't know what you're saying. Uh Uh-huh. You know this. That's that's. I'm talking to the audience, not you. I'm talking to the audience now. I'm talking to the audience, darling. Anyway, um, now there was a character that was mentioned a lot that I don't intend to explain his backstory very much. Except this scripted project is his backstory, basically. Yeah. Most of his sort of years summed up pretty nicely. But yeah, anyway, um, you can access that and some other cool behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, we do a monthly extra podcast called uh, Underground Mythos, uh, where um, you'll find uh, like bloopers and, uh, again, behind-the-scenes stuff, um, and then some other specials that we've done. Uh, and yeah, you get just $3 a month, which, you know, you can, you'd like, that's... That's less than you normally spend at McDonald's. Yeah. On the other hand, if you don't feel like spending $3 a month, there's a $1 tier where you you can have a name or your name added to the list of potential NPCs that might bump be bumped into, might get murdered, might end up being super helpful. You have no idea. Uh, then, uh, alternately, if you are completely against spending money, believe me, I get it, <laughs> uh, just tell a friend. I mean, just tell someone that you think would like the show about the show. Uh, secretly subscribe to us on their phone without telling them, make them wonder, hey, where did this come from? What's Midtown Mythos? Was this mysterious podcast that just appeared on my phone? Yeah. Also, uh, if you want to play Midtown Mythos, uh, you can run your own games at home. You can buy uh, a copy of the handbook and uh, the expansion of the handbook. Is there what one or two out now? Uh, there's one expansion. I'm still finishing up the second one because there's still more that I want to add to it. Gotcha. Um, but those are available on DriveThruRPG. Um, otherwise, if you don't want to run your own game, you can join me on Discord, uh, where I run a game. Um, the most recent session, uh, we did, uh, one of my characters, well, not my character, one of, one of the players, uh, he, uh, he used, um, he used, uh, time travel to create an alibi for himself after he murdered someone. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, the meta gaming in that campaign <laughs> makes me so fucking angry I yeah. could throw up. I don't. I'm not so good about following the rules that Null creates in the game I run. So uh, if you if you want something that's a little bit crazier, uh, you might have fun joining us. Um, but yeah, you can find the link to the Discord uh, through Twitter or Facebook. Let me tell you, I spent 15 years balancing this damn game <laughs> only to watch it get destroyed. Yeah, shoot me a, shoot me a message if you want to partake in the uh, destruction of Null's sanity. Mm. <laughs> oh, and we almost forgot, most importantly, thank you to Days and Days for letting us use the song Post Party Depression. You guys uh, are fabulous. We yeah. love you forever. Yes, thank you so very much. Uh, I'm still surprised that they said yes when I asked them. <laughs> And on that note, I do believe good night and good luck. 
Tell me when the fire dies down, what the fuck will you do? When the man comes around, what the fuck will you do? Who's gonna be there to catch you when your plans all fall through? When you were flying your white flag, who never gave up? When the fire dies down, what the fuck will you do? When the man comes around, what the fuck will you do? Who's gonna be there to catch you when your plans all fall through?